podcasters how the heck are you all doing this evening on a wednesday wednesday wisdom wednesday i'm your host super joe pardo if you aren't familiar hi how you doing uh welcome to wisdom wednesday on the indie pod daily show where we bring in a guest expert we talk podcasting we answer your questions based around a topic of expertise that that guest expert brings to the indie pod daily table this week we have nick goverlish i don't know if i said the name right i'm looking for a hot gold goldfish as i as i've been told i could say uh nick g as he's uh lovingly lovely lovingly known uh in the icon community uh oh i didn't have my uh my my icon logo up here in the top so uh yeah so if you're watching uh thank you for taking the time to watch with us tonight apparently nick g is the best looking podcaster ever i would tend to agree with that uh let's see oh joe now i'm super excited oh, that's because th- that comment is actually from nick g himself uh which is fun nick says uh thank you clay in the chat uh so yeah so uh if you can uh, i'd love to know where you're watching from uh and what you're up to tonight what's going on uh and in the meantime while you're letting me know all that i gotta let you know that this episode is sponsored by indie pod university you can get yourself over 100 plus hours of independent podcast or independent podcasting resources videos uh and more all by going to indiepoduniversity.com so if you want to know about seo for your podcast if you want to know about monetizing your podcast if you want to know about recording equipment what did something just fall behind me Oh, it did. No, oh, how about that? <laughs> uh, piece of paper did. Uh, you know, all those things and more can be found over at IndiePodUniversity.com. Also, this episode is brought to you by FaithCasters.net. If you're a Christian podcaster or a podcaster who has an audience in the Christian faith, there is a new podcasting platform that is the first, and that's right, the first podcast hosting and marketing platform designed exclusively by Christian podcasters for Christian podcasters called faithcasters.net faithcasters.net can use your your existing 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 uh, podcast hosting solution or if you need hosting they got you covered with state of the art hosting options use faithcasters.net to market your podcast to Christians all over the world go to indiepodcon.com/faith and check it out today that's indiepodcon.com/ I actually need to update that because we're using indiepodcasters.com now I mean you can still go to indiepodcon.com but just indiepodcasters.com sounds so much better. And if you want to sponsor an episode uh, of the Indie Pod podcast, the Indie Pod Daily Show, uh, or a number of episodes that you can sponsor, uh, reach out to me at joe at indiepodcon.com. We'll have a conversation. Uh, I am building a media kit, so I'm getting that uh, up and running. Uh, just been a little busy. I got some announcements to make a little bit later on in this episode. If you've missed some of the announcements that we've had going on the last couple of days, uh, so yeah, so go check out IndiePod University, go check dot uh, com, and check out FaithCasters.net. So at this time, I want to bring on our guest this week. It is Super Nick G. <laughs> Woo! Hey everyone, what's going? What's going on, Nick? How you doing? Okay. Nice, nice shirt, by the way. I, Nick, I know, shirt, man. man. I had to represent. I had to represent. Yeah, I, I, I'm not representing anything, but I was very dusty because I was building those sound. Uh, uh reflection panels uh or sound treatment panels today so cool 
Yeah. So, uh, Nick, how how the heck have you been, man? I'm I'm good, man. I'm good. I haven't done this in a while, so I'm I'm pretty excited. I'm, yeah. This is like, this is, like when awesome. is the last time you podcasted? Was that your last episode? My last episode I recorded in the end of April, I think April. Wow. Uh, and published it, and and that was it. It's still out there. It's still out there in the Ethernets, the interwebs. You can still listen to the whole library, the five nearly five year library. But that was wow. the last time I was actually on a mic doing a podcast. That's awesome. Well, welcome back to the mic, sir. I, bet you Thanks, I hope I hope it feels good. I hope you feel welcome. I'm, and, I'm uh, getting right back in the swing, buddy. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm so so glad to hear that. Um, yeah. So a lot's happened since you've been on the mic last. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of craziness happening in the is, world, man. The world is, is uh, doing a huge gut check, mm. and there's a lot of things to say that people yeah. are saying. On the interwebs yeah, and the news in the world. Absolutely. Um, so th- this episode, we're going to talk about you know driving uh, business faster with your podcasting skills. So mm-hmm. uh, for anyone who doesn't know, why don't, why don't you introduce yourself? Because we have a ton of new people in the group, uh, in the Facebook group, <clears throat> so that cool. probably have never heard of Nick G, sadly. And now awesome. they're going to fix. Now we're going to get that fixed. So for those of you that, that know who I am, hello. Uh, it's good to see you again. And for those of you that don't know who I am, uh, my name is Nick Goblish, but uh, my moniker is Nick G. Uh, back in January 2015, I launched a podcast called the Dependent Independent Podcast, which was simply a, a attempt to record my voice, share my personal stories, and bring people that uh, either I've never met before or uh, people that I've known that have a story to share around a specific topic and put them on the show. And really it was a self-serving podcast about building relationships and making friends. Uh, Late in my life, I started making these agreements with myself that I would make friends when I, my kids were in college, but it didn't sit well with me. And uh, I had one, I, uh, my best friend at the time I had one friend I spent some time with and he and I jumped on the mic and started telling stories. And uh, nearly five years later, it started picking up. And I had the opportunity to attend uh, the Mid-Atlantic Podcast Conference, which is now known as Independent Podcast Conference, with Joe Pardo. Joe Pardo gave me the opportunity to speak at his conference. I I was a corporate HR executive for a long time and spoke about HR-related stuff in front of people. And it was the first time where I could just talk about something I enjoyed doing, really enjoyed doing, and that was liberating. And then I had another opportunity to speak and another opportunity to speak. And it was life-changing for me inside, but as I was changing on the inside, the world was treating me differently on the outside, which was all good. And I closed out my podcast. It was a committed to be a 200-episode podcast, but after telling my story for five years, I realized, why do I need to keep looking back and telling a story? Why not tell a story of what's happening now? So in April, uh, much to the chagrin of a lot of my audience, even though I had about I have about 225 shows on the podcast feed, uh, but only 127 episodes. I decided that it was time to uh, step away, and it was funny because I, I, Joe, I, I remember in January when I was about to hit 100, and I was saying to myself, "Oh, it's going to be such a sad day, such an emotional day when I decide to close my show," and then I realized, <laughs> I realized three months in. I was like, you know what? Nah, I'm, I think I'm all set. I don't know why I'm holding on to this. And why am I attached to it so much? And I just decided to 
take my creative juices and, and apply it somewhere else. Mm. So that's where I am. And then, you know, kind of a segue into kind of what we, what Joe and I are going to talk about today is really about how five years of podcasting can teach you the skills to basically uh, build a business and make money from that business. How's yeah. that, Joe? How's that, Joe? How's that segue? That, 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 that's, that's good. It's good. Um, so, so yeah, I, I mean, well, first off, thank, thank you uh, for, for being here. Thank you for being a part of the community. Thank you for speaking so many times. And uh, thank you, know, the, the world, the people that are getting their houses and stuff and, and businesses painted by you, thank you for, you know, not doing the corporate thing anymore. Yeah. So what Joe's referring out of you? Yeah. What Joe's referring to is uh, when I in December two thousand eighteen, uh, I was laid off from a, a very high paying corporate HR gig, and decided at the time that I wasn't going to go back to that world anymore. And celebrating now in this month, one year ago, I decided to become a professional house painter, and I painted since I was a kid in high school. And my wife farmed me out to paint for people, nurseries, bedrooms, you name it. But I never really asked for anything. I usually would say, you know, feed me lunch and it'll be fine. And because it never felt like work to me, it was always fun and I enjoy it. I have a huge passion for it. And uh, now it's uh, my job. I, I, I absolutely, you know, you know, I love it. I think that's, that is awesome. And you're, you know, you get a, (laughs) oh yes, (laughs) because, Because oh, obviously yes. you're you're making money and I am. Uh, doing something that you're in, you you enjoy and I mean how can you not you get to listen to audiobooks and podcasts all day and, yeah I was listening you know, to yours business geeks man I, thank you thank you Jen and Jen and Sam I, I say thank you I three episodes in it. on a ladder yesterday that's what I was listening to we uh, we had such a great time on that show it's 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 a lot of fun we we're actually talking about how we want to make it more enter- even more entertaining than maybe like more, more of a sl- more entertaining than slanted towards education mm-hmm. um you know maybe do like an 80 20 split where 20% is education and the rest is like entertaining and stuff like that so yeah, I'm looking forward to. Oh, you're already out of water. This is not good. We're not starting off good here. <laughs> no, this glass. Luckily, this glass was here from earlier. <laughs> I, I failed to bring water in here. Uh, oh man, I'll be all right. I'll be all right. I never drink anything when I record my show anyway. Um. So yeah. So we're. So yeah. We we just have a really great time, and 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 I think that it goes to show you. It's another uh, example of taking your business and and putting you know mixing it with the podcast. And, and making a, a marriage out of it. So let's let's talk about some of the podcasting skills that you've acquired over the last five years and how you've been applying them to your business. So uh, to go back when prior to me starting my podcast, I had some experience engaging people online. Excuse me. Obviously, that was uh, at the time Facebook was pretty big. I, I spent a lot of time engaging people on Facebook and in 2013, I did an experiment when my wife and I moved here to my uh, town of Hamilton, New Jersey, in South Jersey. My wife's been teaching here. Oh, South Jersey. My wife's been teaching yeah. here for 20 years. And when I first came to this community, I, I wanted to do something to kind of make my mark. I, I didn't really uh, know a lot of people. And uh, I, again, doing something I like to do in college, I played lacrosse. There was no program in town. So I spent about a year and a half looking to build a lacrosse community here, lacrosse, a youth lacrosse program. Did a lot of research, uh, did a lot of heavy lifting, 
But in the process of doing that, I built a Facebook community online and I was able to get parents to share pictures and, and show these proud moments with the, the kids that were attending the clinics I was running. And it was an attempt and, and a taste of how to build a community, how to build something from nothing. And being an art major from college, I always think artists are amazing because they basically build something from nothing. Whatever's in their head, they can, they can generate. So when I started the podcast in 2015, one of the, the things that you would probably say a podcast isn't a podcast if, if no one hears it is first you got to real, really realize how to get people to pay attention. So by simply creating a, uh, some buzz on your own personal Facebook page and then learning how to build a community of people because usually when someone starts a podcast, if you're new to the podcast realm and you've published your first podcast, people aren't going to pay attention unless you ask them to. Uh, I think anyone who feels that they just put a podcast out there and people are going to find it, uh, you're rolling the dice. You're really rolling the dice. I think word of mouth. I even heard Joe Rogan say that earlier today. Listen to a podcast with him that his podcast grew simply by word of mouth, that Mm -hmm. you have to start telling people what you can do. So in essence, uh, understanding how to, one, use a social media platform and two, to, to show people what you're capable of doing and what you are doing and showing them your work or putting links to your work. It's exactly the same thing I did with my painting business. When I started, the most amazing thing about painting is it's all visual. So simply by creating a community of people that uh, hate painting, and that's one thing I my company's called I Heart Painting simply based on the fact that a lot of people hate doing it. So I thought, why not build a business on enjoying something that people hate? So I, hey, what's going on, Lou? So I uh, immediately built a, a Facebook community just like I did with my podcast based on painting. So I built a business page on Facebook uh, for those of you that, that are familiar with that and simply started posting anything from just my branding, my logos, all the way up to my work. Uh, people get excited to see things from start to finish. It's just simply same thing about podcasting, just like telling a story. The one thing about um, my podcast was I spent a lot of time, like I said, telling stories and sharing experiences. And not only was I able to know how to, again, promote my own podcast, simply like promoting your own business on a Facebook page, but you got to fill that Facebook page up with content, compelling content. Now, pictures and before and afters are great. And there's a lot of painters out there that already do that, Joe. But I wanted to do something a little different. And one thing about my podcast is if you talk to anyone, Lou, who just just popped in, is my kind of my MO is authenticity. You really kind of get what you get. There's no, uh, there's no dishonesty in my podcast. When I'm vulnerable on my, on my podcast, you, you hear it when I'm upset, when I'm sad, when I'm happy, when a uh, thing is bothering me. Uh, I just feel some of the most compelling people to listen to are people that are honest just like you and oh share God. their emotions, right? Share their emotions and, and, and tell you how they feel. And that's what's great. Yeah. I think that's great. My house is a really big house of sharing how we feel and how we communicate is, is uh, essential in how my my, uh, my whole household functions. So what I started doing is, is, uh, while I was podcasting, I, uh, I actually not only did, uh, podcasting, but I also had a little TV studio downstairs. I actually started in this office. I've recently painted the office. Ironically, the desk is on the opposite side of the room, but if you go on my YouTube page, uh, the dependent independent podcast, YouTube channel, you can see podcasts that I actually recorded in this room that eventually migrated into a TV studio downstairs in the basement. And I learned how to share a 
tell a precise, specific story from start to finish, whether it takes 60 seconds or two minutes. And I started posting these uh, videos online uh, for my audience. And when they started, most of them were really about just sharing what I'm uh, what I'm excited about. Again, you don't, you don't see a lot of contractors. And again, trying to differentiate, not a lot of people in their 40s decide to publish a podcast and talk about how making friends in their 40s is challenging. I decided, well, why don't I just do videos for my painting business that kind of differentiate myself from most painting businesses? And you don't see a lot of contractors that kind of share how much they enjoyed a job or really what got them excited about working with a customer on picking the colors of their house. Or if, you know, I've done some videos where I'm on the roof and giving my audience a different perspective. So I started publishing videos on top of my uh, before and afters that started getting a lot of attention. Even to a point I went to the local Sherwin-Williams that I buy all my paint from. And one of the, well, not one of the manager of the store actually said to me, you know, Nick, you're not like our normal painters that walk in here. And I knew that I was winning because obviously differentiating yourself from the world is something that really gets you where you, I think, where you need to be. So the top two is really, one, building a community of people that can kind of go someplace. And two is really putting compelling content on there, just like any podcast. You want to make people aware of who you are. And the other thing is giving them a reason to listen or watch. And uh, those two things were kind of the foundation when I started. The other thing is, is I spent five years building a personal brand. Now, when I see a comment on here where someone says, hey, like, Lou, I'm between two icons or, or this and that, you know, that's it. I, I just think it's funny how, and if I can, yeah, there you go, Lou. I, I, I just think it's so funny that I remember when I attended your first MapCon, Joe, and you know that. I mean, you know the second one when we hung out at your house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm just a, this guy. You know, and I and I looked to these the people that I saw there as this like, oh my gosh, these people are, you know, amazing and blah 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 blah. And then I know I spent five years really just doing what I do and building momentum, and eventually people paid attention. You know, I shared some pretty compelling stories during my presentations at your conference. Yeah. Uh, to me, that I mean, they came right from here, and I just I'm enamored at the reactions I got from people when just by being just by being me not trying to be anybody else, but being me. And from that point on, I built this personal brand of, of authenticity, honesty. Uh, people can confide in me. I'm there to help. It, 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 it just kind of happened. I mean, it can't, it, a lot of it happened. I know you'll hear the word personal brand a lot when you hear how to build your, your podcast empire and some people think they can do it in a day, which, to be honest with you, that's something that takes a, a two to three years to do, because why would anyone want to pay attention to you? What, sir, what, what do you provide them? I mean, it's really when you think of brands, brands have a kind of a palpable, uh, tangible thing that you can latch yourself onto and, and feel and know. And eventually when people hear Nick G or they hear the Dependent Independent Podcast and they're familiar with my, my podcast, they feel a certain thing. Well, the irony is, is just simply building a personal brand made it much, much easier to build a personal brand into my painting because at the end of the day, when people tune into my iHeart Painting business page on Facebook or my Instagram page at iHeart Painting NJ, they, they actually, they, they see me. I think a lot of people that refer me as a painter, they are excited to refer me as a person versus 
me as a painter because at the end of the day, I can refer 15 painters, but there's really only one Nick that you can refer that happens to paint and paint really well and take his work seriously and provide good quality and peace of mind. That's really what I was able to do. So uh, it, it's funny when I uh, you go back and I remember attending your first MapCon, Joe, and mm-hmm. I'm thinking like, I see these guys are like, you know, I was just, I was making money an hourly wage, but I thought, how cool would it be? Or not an hourly wage. I was on salary. I was, I was the big leagues, but yeah, you know, I'm, you I'm making, I'm making money. I'm not doing something that I'm particularly completely passionate about. It's something I'm good at, but I'm not passionate about. But these people are up there podcasting and they're making money. And in the grand scheme of things, you're thinking like, ooh, how can I make $150,000 a year just talking to people? And the irony is you can't. <laughs> you can't just do that. No. <laughs> if you're making that money and then you talk to people, if you're already making that money, let's say, and you, it comes with an enormous amount of fame and an, and an audience that's already built, you're, it's, that's a no-brainer. You get a couple promoters in there. You know, I was listening to Joe Rogan. He's doing, doing a bunch of ads in, in the beginning. Yes, you can. You absolutely can. But for someone like me who had never done a podcast before with a radio and uh, video background from college, and then you decide to start talking to go from two people in the, in the, on your Facebook page that listened to your show and thought it was nice to thousands of downloads, that's, that takes time and energy and, and effort. And I always thought that I think when we say that you can make money from podcasting, I don't, I think, I think it should be, you can make money from podcasting, not make money by podcasting. I I think it's such a a profound thing to know that you learn an enormous amount of skills, whether it be how to build a community, how to uh, provide quality content. And then third is how to differentiate yourself and share a personal brand rather than just your brand, your, you know, painter rather than, you know, I'm just, I'm a guy, I'm a family man. I'm a, I'm a creative person. I'm a passionate person that enjoys every day when I wake up, you know, my, my posts, if you, if you watch, I do these posts called paint for thoughts where I share how, how I'm learning something on the job about life that I can find a way to connect to painting and vice versa that, that just makes painting so much more enjoyable to me. And hopefully I can tap into other people and maybe connect to something that they're doing or they're experiencing in their life. Uh, the paint for thoughts I do about once a week now and, and I, I, they become a thing and it's great. And people hashtag PFT at, you know, people, people see that, but again, all that, all that, just doing that is all from experience. I learned by building my podcast, whether it be tagging something on the end of my podcast until it becomes popular enough that people miss it when you don't do it. Right. I, I, okay. I, um, I, I remember someone saying this at your conference about, uh, whether it be a sound or, or, a, or, a, just a, you know, a quick sentence tag in the beginning that, that people become so familiar with, just like the intro to the show that people know what they're listening to. Well, when people see a PFT and they share it, they know that, you know, this, this is guy, Nick, and he can talk about painting a little bit differently than other people. So I think those top three things are, Joe, if I could, those, those three things that were huge in building my podcast momentum in the last, excuse me, in the last five years that I was able to just simply take it, repackage it and slowly move it over. So you can understand, Joe, why if I'm, I'm juggling these balls as a podcaster and then I'm juggling these balls as building this painting community and branding and everything. It just got to a point where why should I share 
what I'm feeling or thinking or my life on my podcast when I can simply do it on a business Facebook page and build uh, income yeah. from that and build market share and build uh, popularity and advertising all through that. I mean, I there's it would have taken me 10 years to do what I've been, do, been able to do in the past year, all from simply yeah. talking on a microphone. So uh, a couple things. So I so I look at it in two two ways, right? There's money uh, money coming in because of my podcast and money coming in from my podcast. The from my podcast, like I consider that in my book is like sponsorships, selling merch directly off of the show, that kind of that kind of stuff, right? Gotcha. They're making money from the show mm-hmm. or like charging guests to be on the show or you know because like that's from money coming from the show. Um, or, or licensing deals, right? Like licensing the show out to, to platforms that are paying you to do it, like in mm-hmm. Joe Rogan's case, right? So that's money coming from the show. Because of the show is totally different, right? Because of the show, you know, you're, you're getting painting jobs. Because of the show, I'm getting clients for whether it was at you know, one point for building websites, uh, coach, you know, business coaching, working on their marketing, working on virtual conferences. Like it, it, the, because of the show is a totally different like outside thing, not directly related. But you get these opportunities because you have a show, not from the show itself. Well, I, I does that make, yeah, does that make it, sense? It does. That's in I my think, mind, like not everybody. Has well, to see I think, it and way. again, I don't want to. And to jump on what Joe just yeah. said is, I don't want to dispel the fact that someone is actually putting their time into a podcast, looking to figure out ways to monetize. And I know you just did a virtual right. conference simply on on that. Well, that that's coming up soon. We're actually looking oh. for speakers. If you, oh great, okay, great. If you want to, if you want to speak, <laughs> we're looking for speakers. Right. We have quite a few spots open <clears> still. Uh, so go to indiepodcasters.com slash vspeaker or just go to indiepodcasters.com slash virtual and go sign up. So thank you for that. No, you're welcome. I'm sorry. I spoke prematurely. No, 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 I remember seeing the, the promo for that. I guess when I did my podcast, Joe, it never – I always thought that trying to do – that's what's so funny is trying to do something like that with my podcast I don't think would have been – it would have it would have changed the, what my show was like. People said that I've been asked that we want to get advertisers on and affiliates and things, and I and I just looked at it. I go no, but that's not that's not what my show is. That's what's so ironic. Like if I wonder if I did attempt to do that, if I actually if it would have paid off. I did use. I, mean, I could tell you that when I when I lost my job in 2018, I actually did some coaching. I mean, I and I here's the irony. Just on a side, even though I started my painting business in June, from January to June, I was a podcast producer. So I still do that on the side. I actually have two clients and I have uh, a side LLC called the Dependent Independent Productions that I I do that. So uh, what it what it also has evolved to is I like helping people just like I've done with everything that I've done build a platform to then share their content and then I help them become as authentic as they can with their content. Very in line with what I what I did. So I'm working with a client specifically. Uh, I may be talking with her later on. She's a, a woman that's been in uh, the professional coaching business for a very, very long period of time. Kind of missed the boat when it came to understanding all the technology. And it's kind of, I'm just basically reintroducing this individual to things that she, like f- Facebook, LinkedIn, and all these things. It's really fun that I get to download. I sound like a genius when I'm talking to this person. But the the thing that's really important in order for the relationship to be effective is I may help you build your website. I may help you uh, build your branding and your graphics on your Facebook page and your banner and help you come up with what your mission statement is. 
but I can't, I can get you to the five yard lane, but you got to give me something. So where my clients, I've had clients where they fail is they need to create their own content. Like you, they need to come up with ways to express themselves. And what some people uh, get in the trap of is they're waiting for the perfect content. They're always waiting, Joe, for the perfect content, the perfect post, the perfect this. And if I waited for that, I never would have got here. I mean, there's not, there's some shows I've done and some posts I've done and some videos I've done. Like I mentioned, if you check my YouTube channel, some of them are, they're just, (laughs) they're not winners, but I had to do that in order to get to this, in order to get to this. And it's even similar with my painting business. You know, I started small and get bigger and bigger. I got two visits tomorrow, two big houses that people want me to look at. And I'm still one person. I'm still one person uh, being able to do all this and still building all that momentum. So the, um, it, I, I was never able to to take a pot in my podcast and make money out of it, but it was just this way of just boom springboarding. And I still and, and I I could say on this show I could make the announcement on your show, Joe, oh, that well, I well, I may I may be and this is to Lou, uh, I may be uh, donning uh, the microphone once again uh, that uh, and launching a new podcast that simply. Uh, my entire life, I've always been amazed at when people are excited about what they do, like really tapping into what is that excitement? Why do you do what you do? And why is that fun for you to do? Mm-hmm. And I think it's a good opportunity to profile anyone, anyone who focuses. And this, these could be people that are like closeted, passionate people that, that, that want, they have a, uh, you know, they want to do something, but they're afraid the how the world's going to treat them. Like uh, someone wants to collect, uh, you know, porcelain cats and they're afraid that their, you know, husband or wife is going to freak out if they start spending money on that. And, and just, I want to be able to share those people's stories because I think when uh, there's a lot of us out there that want to be able to pursue something and I'm lucky, I'm extremely lucky. I have an amazing wife that has a, uh, an amazing job that, that provides amazing benefits and allows me allowed me to be able to kind of venture off a little bit. It wasn't easy, but being able to venture off and be able to try something and figure something out. Uh, but I'm extremely lucky that, that it all worked out. I went on uh, uh, a lot of spiritual journeys these last years or this last year to, to eliminate any personal uh, boundaries and, and blocks I had to get through. And I read and I meditate and I'm a different person now when it comes to a lot of things, this whole growth process. But there are a lot of people out there that that make a million excuses about why they can't do what they want to do, especially people my age where they're stuck in a dead end job or they want to do something. I mean, when I, I mean, I couldn't imagine when five years, when I met you, Joe, I'd be like, yeah, dude, I'm going to be a house painter in five years. Nope. Not, not even, but I just, I don't think I didn't see it either. No, I I thought it was, (laughs) no, I thought it was cool. I was like, Hey, I'm an HR guy and I podcast and blah, blah, blah. When that's not who I am. Uh, but I thought it was. And, I'd love to be able to get those people on the show and help them tell their story and maybe have a moment of clarity with them uh, to pursue that and help them mm-hmm. be able to get past those obstacles to do something. Because at the end of the day, if you can't wake up and do something you love every day or be around someone you love every day, what is the point? What is the point? 
What is the point? And whether it be our ego or our uh, insecurities or anything keeping us from doing that or telling us we can't do something, Mm -hmm. I think I would love to be able to experience that with others to see how they can do it. And if I could use my podcast skills and be able to try to promote another show and create another brand around a show that could do that, why not? Hell, Joe, I got all this equipment in my basement that's been (laughs) dormant for the last two months. I got to do something with it. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I, absolutely. It's a, it's always great when you can break out extra equipment that you have just laying around and start using it. I no, I, 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 you know, I mean, I ran the Dreamers podcast, so you know, I'm on board with that with that idea. It's uh, definitely a great idea. So that's a, uh, I mean, that's really uh, uh, a gift, a gift I have. But back to your point about the the making money and because of podcasting. Um, I, I think it might go hand in hand, but I, I think I'm glad you said that because again, I don't want to deter anyone from, uh, I think it's amazing. I, I just, I never figured it out. I never found a way to monetize my podcast in the well, sense that, of, maybe of that specific the generic, show, right? Right. Cause it's, cause at that point it's, be, it's also a numbers game too, right? The more yeah. if you want to make money from your show, it's a numbers game. It, you find the right niche. The more you can niche in and the more people you can drag out of that niche. So it's like you know, drilling for oil, right? The more yeah. uh, you find the right spot, you don't necessarily need like a ton of oil there, but you just you got to hit the right spot so that you make up for all the other spots that you missed. Yeah. Uh, missed on. So, you know, point being is, is that if you have the right amount of people, you have the right amount of people, you have the right audience and, and you have the right audience that will take action, then you can make any show turn into that. But you... But, you know, it, look, I mean, Joe Rogan isn't really a great example of that because Joe Rogan was already a part. Well, he was somebody yeah. before. Like I said, he, that yeah, he was well. He had a well community with the yeah. MMA so, like, and everything like that. Yeah. It's hard to, you know, but he had to build that up over years and I'm not saying it was easy and, and not only that, but and even as a podcaster, like it's still not an easy task, even with that, you know, because I mean, there's plenty of celebrities that have had shows and have probably pod faded, you know, in the last three years since they started. Because mm-hmm. I remember in 2016, 2017, there was like a deluge of like everybody's coming out with their pot, you know, celebrities coming out with their podcasts. Radio yeah. One's putting everybody, every celebrity's getting a podcast. You're getting a podcast. You're getting a podcast. You're getting a podcast. <laughs> but, you know, are they all there today? Yeah, I don't know about that. Like, no. And even if they I, are, they're that compelling. I, you know, I don't know. I mean, I, look, I gotta admit, I'll admit, I was, I was pretty skeptical when that, when I was like, well, great, now all the big players are gonna come out and they're pretty much gonna make us pirate radio and push us out of the game. Now, Spotify's still well on track to try and do that, but mm-hmm. yeah. we'll see, you know, we'll see how that. Well, plays they just out picked up Joe Rogan. Years. I mean, they, they just picked Joe up. Yeah. Well, the thing is, they picked up him as a, in a, it's a licensing deal, right? So he, he's not having, they, they apparently have very little, if any, creative input into the show. They just yeah. literally is the licensing to distribute his show. Mm-hmm. So with, for him, like that's that's perfect because that means they can't tell him like, oh, you're gonna inv- interview this person now. Yes. Or right. every 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 you know two second every other day or, or every day or every other day, you got to come into a meeting, sit down, and talk about like, all right, who are we gonna talk about? Who who's gonna be on the show? And how is this gonna relate? And like they're just letting him do his thing, and he just has to. He handed it over to him and he collects a check. Like that's the that's the magic, right? But that's like the point zero zero one percent. Yeah, of you're right. Yeah, exactly. That get to do that, and uh, so it's not and it's not impossible. Just not necessarily the way that 
Most people will. But again, like if you, I would even go as as far to say that if you're like a comedian and you're using your podcast and you're getting booked to to do shows because of because of how, from that, like that I would consider mm-hmm. that even somewhat from mm-hmm. the show because it's so intertwined at that point of like this is what I do. I do it all like I do it six days a week. And I'm getting on stages because people are hearing it. Like it's it's a it's a blurry line in some cases, but not in other cases. But right? even Joe, but even Joe, uh, that I you know my the podcast I'd like to start about mm-hmm. having people talk about what they're either what they do that they're passionate about and why they do it or what they'd like to do is absolutely in line with my with my painting brand. I mean, if, if I if yeah. I just if I worked for a company and it, it had nothing, no online presence or anything, it would be. Oh, it'd be really hard to carry a show like that, but that may be the first time I use a podcast as an extension of my business, which I, I never did before. Right, right. So I, 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 you know, and I think it's a great, ex- uh, it's really a great excuse to like make relationships with people that you could go and paint their houses after the fact, right? And that so, happens. I'm telling you, I've had right. some people that say, "Hey, I saw your." I mean, one guy called me today, and he goes, "That's that's an." I recorded a voicemail like a year ago, well, over a year ago. And I haven't listened to it yet. And the guy was like, wow, really nice. Uh, you know, my radio voice. Hey, and then and then videos. It's always fun when people say, hey, I checked out and I saw your video. Someone shared uh, a video. And one thing I, and by the way, one thing I, I'm very big on is I, I have to continue to differentiate myself, even if they don't think I'm different, is if I meet someone that just maybe saw my business card or something, the first thing I say is you got to go on Facebook or Instagram and troll my profile. You have to go online and know who I am because it's so important. I want that to be something. Just go look at my work before you take my word for it. I want to make sure you know who I am, especially if they're going to welcome me in their home. I mean, knock on wood, my work has not slowed down since COVID hit. Uh, I wear masks inside. Uh, Some people are very uh, open. Either they're not on the side of the house that I'm in. I keep my six feet. I wear gloves most of the time when I'm in there or a ventilator uh, when I'm spraying paint. The... uh, uh, just the idea of them welcoming me into their house is a testament to the fact that I put it all out there. People know who I am. It's, I'm not. I'm not a mystery. Yeah, there was. Um, I forget who it was. Was telling me the story about how they uh, they were a vet that opened up their own. I want to say um, lawn mowing service, and I, I I can't remember the person who told me the story, but mm-hmm. but they were telling me like the reason that they were getting so many clients is because people felt comfortable with that per you know they felt comfortable with the person being around the house and mm-hmm. doing the lawn work and all that stuff so you know that that and especially when you're at like at like allowing people to come into your house like there's yeah. a lot that comes into that right mm-hmm. so yep. uh especially when you know they're going to be in your house for more than like an hour or whatever and you're sitting right there like you know what i mean it's not you're you're not unclogging a sink <laughs> that takes no. you know 40 even if it takes 40 minutes like the person's gonna sit there and watch you know be yep. around you the whole time so uh so that's that that there's a big part of that and i think that your your marketing and your messaging plays into that to to open up that trust factor and and i think having that show i think will definitely uh go a long way i I, you know i I attribute a lot a lot a lot to the dreamers podcast out of the gate and opening up those doors that i wouldn't have had access to before and the no like and trust factor of even in mapcon right like Mapcom being run by this like, yeah, I'm the money, make money faster, harder, stronger guy. Like, yeah. I only care, you know, I only care about money. Get every everything else, get out of here. Like, 
versus like, oh, it's run by a guy who like runs a show called Dreamers Podcast, and they talk about business, and they talk about life, and and the, and where the two intersect, and you know, it, it just the the optics of everything play into it. Um, mm-hmm. So so yeah, I and and I'll I'll tell you, like I. I, I've struggled with with like where to take my show and how that fits in, especially now that I do the Business Geeks podcast. I do this for podcasts. Joe, you're the I'm hardest working guy that. online, Joe. You're the it's hardest not... working guy online. I've never seen – I mean, for I all of you watching that. and any of you listening, Joe is the hardest working person, and yet he never like – I mean, if you've ever met Joe, Joe is not a guy to gripe about how busy he is or tired he is or – it's unreal. The guy, I mean, I'm. Mean, you've done in the past four months what some people spend five years trying to do, and I spent five years trying to do it. But you do it now. It's the effort, like between your conferences and all this. I mean, you're a trendsetter and all that. And I hope people see that and outsiders understand that and start throwing you big giant bags of cash. Just I will do something with this, Joe. I will uh, take those bags of cash. I, I, I just if if I mean everyone, <laughs> the people that follow you or listening to the show already know that, Joe. That that that's what you do. I mean, that is what you do. I, I just unreal. I got to see. I got to see the last five years of you doing what you do between the conference and your podcast and what you changed and conversations you and I had when I started my business and and all and what you were doing and and all that stuff and in your house and 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 all this stuff and the last time we hung out. It, it's awesome. I think it's awesome, Joe. You should every day, Joe, wake up, look in the mirror and pat yourself in the back and go, Joe, you did a great job today. Just, I mean, you should, Joe, if you don't. I think, I think, I think Melissa would be smacking me in the back of the head. Joe, you should, nope, you should walk into it. You know, you get, she's in, she's, she's about to close her eyes in bed and you just look, she looks at you in the room and goes, what are you doing, Joe? And you just go like this and you go like this. What are you doing? I did a great thing today. <laughs> like that. That's what you got to do, Joe. I'm telling you. And she, you should say, "Let me have my moment. Let me have my moment." <laughs> I do. I do. That's a, you know, uh, listen to Kanye West in the shower. That's that's, that's my. Or you can do that. that. You can do that too, Joe. But I'm telling you, Joe, you're the real deal, man. Like, oh, thank I mean, you. I, I watch what you do, and 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 I the, the just between your your your. Um, knowledge of tech and, and how you know how to do this and, and all that. It, it's awesome. I mean, oh, thank you. but, but Joe is a testament to, especially those, anyone who's new to podcasting or new to content creation, Joe is a testament to hard work equals results. You know, one thing, um, if I could say about results, Joe, is when we, when you think you launch a podcast and you were talking about your next conference is about monetizing your podcast and, and when I started my podcast and I just wanted to share a story and then people would come up to me, can you make money from podcasting? And I'd share with them, this is how you do it. And they're like, well, ah. well, do you make money from podcasting? I'm like, nope. And then the question would be, why do you spend all that time doing that? You, I don't think people set out. I don't think we're all greedy that we just set out saying this is a means to an end. But I truly believe deep down that anyone and all the folks I know in the podcast community between Lou and Clay, that hard work of sharing an authentic voice and sharing a story and connecting with a community has led to something that's either been uh, monetized or put cash in their pocket or uh, momentum to do other things that make them successful. And for you to, if anyone I think jumps into that, and I hope people that tune into your virtual conference and I'll see if I'm, I, I can jump on and maybe share a few things. Would would love you to. I, 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 yeah, I haven't done. I've always, as a as a as an audience member, I've watched your your past yeah, conferences. Yeah. 
that when you listen to that, and please don't think that I want to get rich by producing a podcast. Uh, because if you do that, you're doing nothing but setting yourself up for failure. You have to be smart about it like any business. You know, when I, I painted a house a year ago, all I did was want to make money because I didn't have a job. And I ended up loving doing it. And I met a realtor that had me paint his house and then which paint another house. And then I was like, hmm, wow, I could keep doing this. And then people called me. And then now my phone won't stop ringing, which is crazy. Absolutely crazy to me. Absolutely crazy. But I can't force anything. I have to let the world and the universe come to me. But continue to do every day when I'm there. Hard work, just like Joe does. Runs a conference. I go, get on a ladder, paint a gutter, do it well. Don't spill any paint. Make sure I communicate with the customer. And eventually it leads to other things. And it snowballs and snowballs and snowballs. So um, that might be a topic for my conference speech yeah. but but yeah, joe i I, I, love it. I think joe is definitely a testament to how hard work pays off and plus joe's an enormous likable guy and, <laughs> oh, and every, i mean joe come on come on i mean what what are you doing like you're the most likable guy ever i've never seen i mean come oh, on Jesus. it's impossible i think the first time i saw him like can i help you can i help you set up your conference because i see you i saw you on the online and now i see you in person oh i'm starstruck <laughs> which i was i absolutely was that was so funny <laughs> well, look, all right. So, so I, I, well, there's some comments coming in here. Uh, Jamar does a great job every day. Oh, thank you, Stacy. I, I, I appreciate that. I hear that Joe, Drew says, I hear that Joe is opening his house again for the next conference. Book your room now. Heck so yeah. I, in my house, the, the actual house is not open, but the backyard will be open. We, uh, will have outdoor porta potties and things like that. But, uh, I'm looking forward to doing it. I, you know, bringing 50 people to the house is a big, it's a big, that's deal. a big deal. Yep. Um, and it's, it's what I, you know, it's what I'm able to do right now and, and feel confident and safe in doing so, right? Because we'll have the space to spread out and, and, and all that. Um, for anyone who doesn't know, because thanks, Drew, for, for softballing that up. Uh, for anyone who doesn't know, Icon 6 Live from the Backyard is happening September 12th, uh, just outside of Philadelphia. It's limited to 50 live in-person tickets. You, there's unlimited live stream tickets. And they are actually, I need to update that because they are on the sale now. I spent like all day yesterday updating is that the a, website and pushing Joe, it. Joe, does that include the speakers too? Yes. You have the 50, 50 people? Yeah. Yeah. That yeah, might cut so, it. Oh, that's a shame. That'll that'll cut a lot. Well, we're gonna I mean, do less speakers. So so we're oh, okay. gonna do a slightly different format. It's one day. Uh it the speakers will probably speak for closer to thirty, maybe forty minutes. I gotta look at how many speakers we get and mm-hmm. how we fit in the schedule. I want more time for people to network because I, I feel like this type of event, especially because we need the social distance more, like mm-hmm. while we're do yeah. there doing it, um, mm-hmm. I feel like it'll be it'll be better spent if we Slightly longer talks than normal. The normal format's twenty one minutes for anyone who doesn't know. And then, mm-hmm. so we'll we'll expand that to about thirty to forty awesome. minutes. And we're gonna put breathing room in between because cool. you know people have to go to the bathroom yep. and stuff like that. And and you know I want it to be a thing. But so live stream, you know, you'll be able to buy a live stream ticket if you can't make it. It's twenty five dollars right now. It's only twenty five dollars. It's going up. I think uh, Tuesday or Monday. Uh, the date's on there. Um, it'll be going up to like fifty dollars, and 
and uh, going up from there. But cool. yeah, so this is like the early bird, like the earliest awesome. bird. Like right now, tickets are a hundred dollars. So if you if you come, if you speak, if you wind up speaking, you'll get reimbursed fifty percent of the of that cost. Cool of the hundred dollars. So. I wouldn't wait if you're if you're thinking about buying a ticket like I would just kind of do it because I, I really do expect this to sell out mm-hmm. uh, before we get here in September. We can pitch some tents, Joe. Uh, that the, <laughs> camping that's in the, Joe's backyard. <laughs> well, well, I I don't know if that's what she's talking Dude. about, but uh, yeah. So Stacy, <laughs> no, that's right. She's not her. Fr- it's not her friend. Uh, who? <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah, it's, it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, some people did ask it like Raph, uh, asked about pitching uh, a tent out in the backyard. Mm-hmm. And, um, I, I don't think I have a problem with it. I, I don't, I don't know. Um, I, I gotta, I gotta find out what the event insurance will cover, uh, how, like how long that'll cover. But, and there, I mean, there's some space out in the back to do that, but there isn't like a ton of space. Like I can't have like 50 tents in the backyard. That's for sure. Um, but I expect most people to be local, though there's some people that are like seriously thinking about driving from a pretty far distance to be here, which is which is incredible. I'm I'm honored that they would do that. Um, so to go back to what you were saying, Nick, uh, you know, about putting in the work and all that, like I remember um, when I was just getting, you know, getting started there, um, my neighbor across the street when she was when she was alive, you know, would tell me the next day. She's like, oh, I saw you had another late night two two in the morning, one, you know, one, two, three in the morning because she'd get up to go to the bathroom and stuff and could see <laughs> that my office light was still on. And I'm like, yeah, you know, I was just um, trying to get these episodes edited. And God, I wish I could get some of those hours back in the and all that editing that I did. But uh but yeah, it's just L O. Yes, it's what I was talking about. <laughs> um. Anyway, Stacy, thanks for that. Uh, yeah. So I, it, the 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 work is there if you if you want to put the excuse me the effort in. When I got started, I thought I was going to do a sprint to like the cash, right? Like I saw I saw the outline that John Lee Dumas did, like yeah. how he how, how he was bringing. I didn't even know that in. existed until I went to your conference. I thought, no, it's just a bunch of. I, I was like, oh, this world is so it's cool, man. People just get to talk about what they like. You can listen yeah. to it for free. It's awesome. And then mind blown, my first MapCon in in sixteen or fifteen, I was like, what is this? Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, I mean, well, it, a lot of people see it and they're just like, "Oh, it's it's just this thing." But like, do, like we as podcasters have to ha- embrace so many different skills from web design. If we're unless we're paying people to do it, but if we're if we're one man army, one yep. woman army, one person Everything. army, mm-hmm. we got web design under our belt. We got audio editing. We got audio recording. We have some maybe video, uh, you know, video capture. Like if you're you know using like a rig like this or. Uh, then you're editing video on top of that and you're, you're bringing guests on. So you're learning how to book people. You're doing the social media thing. So you're learning how to to get the social media set up and how, not just like what to post, but literally just like how to get it out and then manage that and, and marketing. And like, there's so many tools. So to me, it comes down when you're, when you're getting started, there's like, there's two, two things you need to think about, right? Is this the marketing for the business? Or is this the business, right? And and that's right there. If you just make that decision cool. off the bat, it yeah. makes it really clear for like, okay, if, if this is the marketing for the business, what is the business? Hope you've already figured that out. Like, who's the mm-hmm. avatar? Now you can take that avatar, plug it into the show. Mm-hmm. If it if it's the if it is the business itself, well, then you need to figure out a whole host of things like how where's the money going to come from? How long do you have? What's the runway that you can just be like? 
burning cash while you, you know, build up an audience? And what are you going to do to get in front of that audience? Are you niched enough to have an audience that matters? Are you going to go after sponsors? Who are those sponsors? Like, there's so many questions that you need to think about if, yeah. if this is the business. If this is your goal, then there's there's a ton of things you got you got to figure out. Like, you know, if it's the marketing, then you are that means you're making money in the business already. So that or else you wouldn't be thinking about doing a marketing plan for it, right? Yeah. So then you have money to say, okay, well, we can take a little bit longer time. I can outsource some of the things. I can do this. I can do that. Go down these different options. There's all there's all things that you need to think about if you're if you're going to do that. So like, what I, I love that you've been able to take your love of podcasting, video content creation, and openness, and to and plug that into your into your painting business. I mean, not many people would think like. You know, like, oh, I do my lawn care service or I do my blah, blah, blah service. Like, you know, and I and I do it with heart like that. That means a lot. And that's why, like, my smile gets so big when when you're talking about what, you know, about it, Nick, because I love people that are passionate. I love people that are doing the work. And uh, Drew says he signed up for September. That good idea, Drew. I I I got to do that. I'm glad you brought it up. You know know what that means? That means there's 49 tickets left. (laughs) Cool. Look at that, awesome. right? Well done, Drew. Uh, thank you so much, Drew. Um, yeah, so so Nick, what else uh before you go plug in all your stuff again, how people can get in contact with you, like what else what else is on your mind? Like what what can people take away and think about uh when they're thinking about using their podcast uh for their business? Don't look at it as a like Joe just said, it's not a means to an end. I don't put videos and take the time to do a couple takes on a job site. And if I don't like it, uh, I just simply share what I feel. And I think the best way to connect with people is share a little bit of yourself because they in turn share a little bit of yourself. But if you go in with the mindset that I'm simply doing this to put more money in my pocket, you are wrong. You are wrong. (laughs) You are wrong. I think uh, my friend just turned me on to this great book that I'm reading called The Money Is Not Yours. And I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, I, I don't recall the, the author, but I've, I've, someone had recommended that to me like a year and a half ago when I lost my job in a quick networking luncheon at Starbucks. This woman had mentioned this book to me. And, and if, if you go into the mindset that Joe and I have been really harping on is hard work and all of you yourself into something you like doing. Joe, you mentioned about how it's, I found a way to use video into that. And, and it's fun because the painting is the easy part. The painting, just like podcasting, talking on a microphone is the easy part. Recording it, editing it, thinking about an outline, thinking, engaging your, your, your audience, engaging your guests. That's all hard work. But talking is easy. Painting for me is easy. It's finding a way to connect with my future customer is what excites me. That's fun. Finding out why they're bugged that they sit at their dining room and they look at this accent wall and they're like, why is this brown and the rest of the room is cream and I I just can't find the time to do this. Maybe I can call somebody and I want to be the one swooping in saying, hey, listen, I get it. I understand when you obsess about something and you can't do anything about it. You don't have the time. Let me help you take care of that so you can not worry about it anymore. And I think to me, that is the, the behind the scenes in that. So it's not about to make money. I don't, I do not paint houses to make money. 
Someone said to me, this is an interesting conversation. If I could share this with you, about two schools of thought about looking at the world. I was at a customer's house. It's a close friend of mine, but he's been amazing. He's been hiring me for the last year and a half or a year. And he, uh, he came down and I I'd stained something. He had cedar shingles on his house. I stained it, spent the whole day there. I didn't make a mess. Perfect. Um, to toot my own horn. And, and, uh, Thank you. I know you have a bell, but I don't feel horn. Yeah. I'll make my own sound effects. Uh, and we can, we can celebrate. Like, no paint on anything, right? All right, no paint on anything. Awesome. Drip. No drips, no drips. Hashtag no drips. And he came home from work, and he looked, and he says, Nick, I really I think it's a great job. I'm really happy with what you did. And I said, well, that's why I do it. Because if you're not happy with this, and I, and it wouldn't be fun for me to do it. And it was interesting. I had this moment of just simply saying, I do this because it provides me fulfillment and in turn the result is you're fulfilled and i get to put my head on the pillow knowing that i lived every moment today and his response back was and he works very very hard very very hard uh his response back was but what about uh putting food on the table and paying your mortgage and paying your bills and i i kind of took a step back and i'm like i don't think that's why i do it i don't think that's why i do it i think the selfishly I do it because I love doing it and I'm good at it. It just happens to be something that people will pay for. And in turn, the result is I get to pay my mortgage and pay my bills and put food on the table. That's just simply a result. So doing what you love to do, doing it well, because anyone, if you do something you love to do, you will do it well. And thinking a little bit, obviously it's not like, like I might like digging ditches in my, in my yard for worms (laughs) because I like fishing. It's fun unless you can, you know, you can dig up five, six tons of worms a month and sell them to a local bait shop, that might not be the case. But if you find something you love and it's something that people will pay for and you do it well, it will just lead to monetary gain. And I just happened to fall into something and realized, and it's the irony is people would have paid me before. I just said, no, I said, just give me a beer and a lunch. And now suddenly when I say, and that was tough, you know, I don't know if people and some of the challenging part is when you start asking for money, you know, you, you want to make money from podcasting, but you have to have to go through the work of actually asking people for money. And that was difficult for any. It's difficult for any entrepreneur, but it was even difficult for me. But once you get there and once you get there, that hard work and that excitement and that content or and then I'm jumping right back into podcasting. People hear it in your voice. They hear you excited. They they some of my best shows are the ones that I was flowing and I was just just myself and those are the most popular episodes that I have. So to leave everyone is don't jump into it thinking you're going to get rich. Don't do that. There's a million other things you could do to get rich in podcasting. Like, what did you say with Joe Rogan? He's like point oh, you know, oh, oh, one. Yeah. That's not. I mean, trust me, that guy paid his dues and that's what he did. Well, there's, there's other people that have made, you know, Hani Mora is a big, you know, uh, friend of the show right uh brent basham's friend of the show they they've made businesses around podcasting mark Adams, exactly. with friend of the show like todd cocker like but they the, but the, they this goes on and on where but it's i like, mean but, wasn't but in podcasting it exactly. was around because because of podcasting exactly it's the thing where exactly to your point right it's it's thinking that i'm gonna just i'm gonna talk once a week and the cash is gonna start rolling in it just doesn't it will never work that way but i'm telling you just like joe does it i do it and all the people he just mentioned Eventually, that hard work, people will see it, and people like giving their money to people that offer something to them, especially yeah. something that they can't do or, or get themselves. So that's uh, that's where I ended up, Joe. I'm going to just... 
put a you don't have the sound effect, but I added that I in. Don't... <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna see how many sound effects I can get through your soundboard, bro. I, I don't know. I don't have enough. Like, I can... Oh, there, uh, I have the, the sad, sad uh, trombone. Uh, we get, I can, I can oh, I like that. Oh, that one's like... awesome. <laughs> that one's awesome. <laughs> uh, record, I like that one too. Uh, scratch. Keep the... going, Joe. Keep going. <laughs> oh, that, one's, yeah. that one's awesome. Uh, we get we get to play it, you know, when people are thinking. Uh, right, last breaking. Uh, all right, class. you're just gonna go through all of them, Joe. Yeah, why not? <laughs> why not? Why not? I, we can we can we can we can play the, the Super Joe Pardo. Uh, That's awesome, intro, you know, like right, like. <laughs> Joe, this was fun, oh, man. Thanks for uh, thanks for having me. This is like this is this is. I'm I'm in a zone right now. I'm not going to go to sleep. You got me right back to where I used to be when I'm oh, just about to end the show. What am I going to do? I I lo- that's, that's exactly what we're trying to do here on the Indie oh. Pod Daily Show. It is yeah. Brent's that Brent's the man. Loved it. Loved no, it. No, Brent's uh, the man. Uh, Brent's Brent is oh. the man. But I had a show for two years that didn't make Jack. Yes, but you made so many friends and so many, like, I mean, like, so many connections. And people, people is, people are the the currency in a lot of cases. This is, this is the things that, you know, this is what really, to me, what matters is the relationships. That's the number one thing that I get out of this. If I didn't get the relationships, then I wouldn't want to come back to it constantly. Yeah, me too. Right? I, I, you know, I, I. I made an enormous. I met you. I met an enormous amount of amazing people that I never wouldn't have met if I didn't just, you know, look behind the curtain and say, "What is this whole podcasting thing all about?" I'm, it's the most amazing thing in the world. So always know this: whether or not you fill in your pockets or not, because of podcasting, you're gonna if you do it authentically. Fill the heart. Yeah, you will. You will definitely build some. Li- I have lifelong relationships with people all across the country, all across the country that I never would have met. If I hadn't just went, hi, this is Nick, the Dependent Independent Podcast. Never, never. Yep, yep, absolutely. And that's why I have friends literally all over the world, like friends in Nigeria, friends in Australia, friends in Britain, friends in like uh, uh, Sweden. Like I, I mean, I, I got friends literally all over this planet, and, and it's all thanks to pot. I mean, I had friends somewhat over the pla- across the planet before that, but like yeah. really now, it's all over the planet. Thank you for podcasting Joe Pardo. All right. So how can people connect with you? How can people hire you? I know I got to get you in here to paint at some point once I decide the room Good. and how everything's going to shake, you know, shake I will make out. the time, Joe. I'll make the time. Uh, so if you are, uh, and I still host the podcast online, if you'd like to hear an interesting story about someone who decided to uh, make friends by starting a podcast and sharing his entire life, on the interwebs. Uh, it's called the Dependent Independent Podcast. Obviously, you can find it anywhere you listen to your own podcasts. Uh, some of those podcasts were recorded live in my studio downstairs in the basement and my solo shows in this office a while back. That's the Dependent Independent Podcast uh, YouTube channel. But if you uh, are someone who's looking for something a little different from a house painter, you can follow me on Instagram and on Facebook at iHeartPaintingNJ, where you can see my some of my work, my before and after, some of my uh, soulful tidbits of sharing that I put on there. Some of the posts are a little mindful, some of the posts are a little spiritual, and then my paint for thoughts, which I figure out a way to connect the life that we live every day with simply the, the job of painting on a ladder, and those are a lot, a lot of fun. So you guys can follow me, and if you're in the South Jersey area, feel free to call me at 609-515-6374. That's my cell 
you can call me. Or obviously, all my contact information is on Google. You can find me on Google as well. The first time I ever outsourced in six years, I'm actually working with a web designer. I still have to finish tonight my About Me page and share a little bit on that. But I, you was, got, just, I was just about to say, your page is looking yeah, uh, it's under construction. construction there. Yeah, it's under construction. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, uh, it's interesting. I, I hired this, uh, this web designer, and the only thing I would, would, have, would like a little different is they'd manage me a little bit more because I uh, – uh, I need someone to chase me down. So uh, they actually reached out to me today. I'm going to get my about me and get my images up there. So, uh, but again, my website is not how I find business. It's all with referrals. So again, in the South Literally. Jersey area, Atlanta County, uh, um, Gloucester County, any of this area, if you know anyone who's looking for a painter and is is trying to just get the energy to do a job that they hate doing, uh, I will, uh, for a fair price, I will, and, and I will provide good quality service and a good quality product, feel free to reach out to me. Because by the way, you're only giving me a gift because I love doing it every day. I don't, <laughs> I don't lose any sleep. Tomorrow, I'm, I get to pick what I want to paint tomorrow, which is so amazing. So that's, uh, that's my life now, every day, every single day. I, I love it, Nick. I appreciate you, and I, and I appreciate the work that you're putting in and the love that you're bringing to the world is awesome. Thank, thank you, you, Joe. Thank you so much, and thank you for being on the show. You got it, bro. Brent says, this is a service and a smile. Yeah, you got a smile. Said, it's, the, the site's being painted. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh. it, it is, it is. Uh, and uh, Stacy says, Nick, G, Nick G's IG is fabulous. I do like Instagram. I do like Instagram. Hey, there you go. I would love to have a few rooms painted. <laughs> uh, we can live stream it. Yes, I th- that's a good idea, Drew. Um, reach out to Nick, please. That, right, hey, so- Drew. Whoa, whoa, Drew's got a good point. Drew, I'm doing that, bro. I'm going to do that. I'm going to live stream painting a room. That nice. Thank you, Drew. There you go. That would be that's perfect content. I didn't even think about that. That'd be so weird, right? Who does that? The whole thing and talk you through the whole thing. Oh, that'd be so awesome. Yeah, well, because they're still not going to want to do it even after they watch it. <laughs> Unless I'm like, oh, you. and I and I start, oh, I can't I look like stuff. I'm having fun. Oh, my back, ah, oh, my arms. <laughs> <laughs> throwing a paintbrush in the air. Look at me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Drew, that, that was awesome. Great idea. Now you got put, my gears put, moving. Put my gears are moving. Sound music on, and then you can. Uh, you don't have to worry about it taking down because you just have the music playing in the background. Play the girl from yeah. Ipanema in the back then. Yeah. Oh, that'd be great. Oh, that's so good. Drew, yeah. you nailed it. You nailed it. <laughs> Drew is great like that. And Drew, thank you for being the first person to buy a ticket to Icon 6 Live in the backyard, September 12th. Uh, limited to 50 live in-person tickets and unlimited live stream tickets on sale. Right, I just got to update that again. Darn it. Uh, live or on sale right now over at IndiePodcasters.com slash Icon 6. Looking forward to that. Join us June 27th. Monetize your podcast where hopefully Nick G will be joining us and a lineup of speakers to talk about monetizing your podcast. I'm really looking forward to that as well. Uh, Stacy says you live streaming painting. I will post that on my social. Well, it's a positive thing. It's better than most, what most people are posting to social these days or even really any days in the last like five to eight years. Uh, we are still looking for speakers for June 27th. So if you're interested in speaking, go to indiepodcasters.com slash V speaker. We're also looking for speakers over for icon six live from the backyard. So you can go check that out, uh, over at slash icon six to get the speaker and, uh, speaker spot for that. Oh, thank you so much, Nick. I appreciate that. 
and this episode is brought to you by Indie Pod University. Uh, you, it, it, we have opened up our doors, our i, our 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 archives, our, our archives to every icon and Mapcon event video ever. That's over 100 hours of video that includes podcasting, educational videos, social media marketing, audience growth, monetization ideas, inspirational talks to help you keep from pod fading and so much more. And the video content is growing literally daily because these videos that you're watching every single day here in the Facebook group are going in to the archive over at IndiePodUniversity.com. You can get uh, IndiePodUniversity.com for $9.99 a month or $99 a year. And you get a uh, you you uh, you get a free seven day trial when you sign up. This episode is also brought to you by Faithcasters.net. If you're a Christian podcaster or a podcaster as an audience in the Christian niche, there is a podcasting platform for you. They do podcast hosting and marketing. Uh, they, and they do marketing as well, designed exclusively by Christian podcasters for Christian podcasters. Go to Faithcasters.net and check it out. If you want to sponsor an episode of the Indie Pod Daily Show, uh, you can do so by reaching out to me at joe at IndiePodCon.com. Uh, let me see here. Nick is getting archived. He is getting archived. We're gonna, I don't have like a book slam, but we'll just like do something. Do that slap again. <laughs> yeah, right? Like, <laughs> sl- push Close it. Close yeah, it. close that book. Um Everyone, I I hope you and your families are all staying safe. I will see you tomorrow where we have a a guest on for training Thursday where uh, our guest will be sitting down in the podcasting hot seat with me. It's Meg. I should have asked how to say her name. Glessner. I'm really bad at this this, this name thing. Uh, That's Joe. Yeah, so she she is she is coming on. We're going to talk about all of her podcasting efforts here on the IndiePod Daily. We will diagnose what she's doing, what she could be doing better, and I can give her advice from there live here in the group and on the IndiePod Facebook page. Looking forward to that. On Friday is uh, Figure It Out Friday where I will go live uh, probably in the early afternoon or at like 1 o'clock. I haven't scheduled it just yet. And I will be talking about like everything that we talked about over the course of the week, giving some follow-up, and then answering your questions with my answers. Uh, so if you got a podcasting question, br- bring it. Bring it, on, bring it on Friday, right? And on uh, Saturday will be Scholarship Saturday. So you can go and uh, learn about – this week we're going to talk about why you need to wear headphones when you're podcasting. Not everybody understands why, Nick. We're going to talk about it because it's Scholarship Saturday where we talk about newbie – tactics and tips and tricks for newbie podcasters brent says great to see you nick keep it real my man well he absolutely is everybody uh you are a podcaster you are a leader of your community and i want you to think about leading with love i will see you all tomorrow at 1 p.m eastern time i had to pull it up and look at it (laughs) so many things i gotta say all right everybody Have a great, have a great night.